Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. Those worlds in space are as countless as all the grains of sand on all the beaches of the Earth. Each of those worlds is as real as ours. In every one of them, there's a succession of incidents, events, occurrences, which influence its future. Countless worlds, numberless moments, an immensity of space and time. And our small planet, at this moment, here we face a critical branch point in history. What we do with our world right now will propagate down through the centuries and powerfully affect the destiny of our descendants. It is well within our power to destroy our civilization and perhaps our species as well. If we capitulate to superstition or greed or stupidity, we can plunge our world into a darkness deeper than the time between the collapse of classical civilization and the Italian Renaissance. But we are also capable of using our compassion and our intelligence, our technology and our wealth to make an abundant and meaningful life for every inhabitant of this planet, to enhance enormously our understanding of the universe and to carry us to the stars. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. Of course, as soon as I say there is no welcome, Matt, I want to lead in first with a welcome. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> you do that every time. <laughs> Cecil, this is uh, episode 21 of Cognitive Dissonance. Awesome. And uh, we've gotten uh, quite a few uh, listeners that seem to have come over to us from a, a, another show, which I believe is gone at the moment. It's Irreligiosophy. I'm probably horribly mispronouncing the name of that show. <laughs> it's a hard fucking name to pronounce, it, though. <laughs> it's an amazing achievement that that show, with a name so difficult to spell, right, that they have done as well as they clearly have. And we've taken some listeners uh, th that have come over to us from that show. And uh, we're, we're very grateful to have you guys. And we're glad that you're listening. And we hope you enjoy our show as, as well as you did uh, Irreligiosophy. So welcome to all of you guys. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to mention, too, that a couple people, one of them I recognized as, uh, as Dumbass had posted on their forum because I noticed I, I can check the stats on our site and I noticed there's a bunch of lead-ins and I was like why are people coming here from this site this particular site and I went there and the reason why is because I think it was dumbass who said uh at their on one of their last posts they said well we're done with the show and they said he said well if you're looking for a show that is like this show here is 
cognitive dissonance and he posted it and then someone else posted I'm I really look forward to that show too so someone else had sort of reaffirmed it and then we just got a ton of people that sort of bounced in from it so we wanted to thank dumbass specifically for posting that on their site thanks for spreading the word again uh, and I, as always you can always listen to dumbasses podcasts which are located at dumbassguide.info <laughs> and uh, you know in, in other good news we got what I think is my favorite iTunes review, Cecil. It's a pretty good one, Tom. You know, of all of our reviews, they've been uh, mostly very positive. We have fifty-four or 56 ratings on iTunes right now. We're appreciative of at least 55 of them. <laughs> the, <laughs> they have mostly been very positive. We did, however, get a, uh, a review, which I'm going to just go ahead and read. This was posted by Mr. Lightseeds. Poorly researched, yet highly opinionated. I think that's pretty fucking accurate, actually. I was thrilled when I saw that. I was like, oh, here comes a five. Yeah, here comes a five rating, yeah. (laughs) These guys fall into the same trap that so many other skeptic shows fall into. Namely, they have little first-hand knowledge of the subjects that they are discussing. But if something seems silly or unbelievable, it surely is. If you seek out well-researched conclusions to inform your point of view... Avoid these guys. A listener wrote into their latest show asking for scientific evidence to back their positions. The host declined because it doesn't have the proper scientific background. Enough said. Uh, yeah, enough said. Right. We, uh, th- th- you are right, Mr. Lightseeds. <laughs> we are highly opinionated right. and poorly researched. Um, I will say, however, that uh, doing a quick look around to see what sort of shows Mr. Light Seeds enjoys. I thought, <laughs> you know, I thought like, okay, well, clearly he's got some ideas. He wants to to, to listen to some shows that are well-researched. Right, so I could stand to be better researched. Tom, you busted out your magnifying glass and tracked his tracks down like fucking Sherlock Holmes. You know, I'm ninja like that. Yeah, I mean, you that clicked, I clicked, or clicked, clicked his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to see where he's been. Uh, Mr. Lightseeds enjoys What on Earth is Happening. Um, this is a spirituality podcast. I took a listen to um, What on Earth is Happening, about as much of it as I, as I, as I could. Was it awesome or super awesome? I'm going to have to go with super, super <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, now, these are, this is just a, a, a short transcript, some of the, uh, some of the well-researched yet not opinionated information I was able to glean. I wrote some things down from listening to the show. Truth dictates the quality of the experience of your lives. When you are in alignment with what is, and we speak the truth and live accordingly, and by that I mean natural law, yada, 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 (laughs) fucking yada. Um, Also mentioned something along the lines of, truth is nothing more than that which is. <laughs> wow. So I'll take a one. I'll take a yeah. star. I'll take a single star from uh, Mr. Light Seeds. We thank you for listening to the show. Sorry you didn't find us as well researched as the truth, which is. But I think uh, that that, you know what? I think that that show is highly researched. That guy probably read a Deepak Chopra book. 
At least so one. So I think he probably is very highly researched. What I want to say about this this rating is, <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right. We are poorly researched. You know, I listened to another podcast this week, and we're going to talk about it probably later. It's called Skeptics with a K. Andy, uh, British Andy, turned us on to it a long time ago, and I completely fucking ignored him. And then I waited until somebody <laughs> else suggested it and then listened to it. And uh, I was blown away with how... Uh, how well they understand logical fallacies, like specifically how yeah. quickly they can find exactly what fallacy it is and mention it. And I was just like, like this is a well-researched show. And I'm like, that's not our show. Like I was listening to it. I was just like, wow, that doesn't sound anything like us. Um, because we just, we're just, we are opinionated and we aren't like, we don't fucking spend hours and hours and hours researching these topics. But a lot of these topics, Tom, really the, the research I have to do is where's your fucking evidence? What do yeah, I have to right. say about Bigfoot? It's like, okay, do, do I really have to research Bigfoot to know there's no fucking evidence of Bigfoot? Okay, where's your research on UFOs? There's no evidence on re- UFOs. Okay, well, we'll fucking, what about the 9-11 conspiracy? There's no evidence. What about God? No evidence. So it's like, uh, uh, how much fucking research do you want me to do? Well, what are you going to do? Re- read a book that shows you that there's nothing in it? Yeah. What, what, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you know, if, if there was a Bigfoot fucking walking around, I'd go to the goddamn zoo. I'd be like, hey, it's Bigfoot. What's no kidding. Read the placard. Yeah. Fucking, there's no goddamn Bigfoot. You can't read a Bigfoot book to research Bigfoot. What would the fucking Bigfoot book say? Still nothing <laughs> showing there's any Bigfoot. Or it would be a lie and say, there is a, such a thing as a Bigfoot with no evidence. Right. So it's like, okay, well, I don't have any. Most of the shit we talk about has no evidence or is opinion. A lot of the stuff about politics, there's no, you know, there's no real scientific data that proves that one way is better than the other. Consider it car talk without any good advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our fucking subline. But anyway, uh, we what I don't want listeners to do is go to uh, the the podcast that Mr. Lyseeds mentions and just downvote it or whatever. No, don't, no, do no, that. don't do don't that. Don't do We're that. We're just fucking around. Um, just just don't do that. But if you want to counteract what Mr. Lightseeds has done, if you think that maybe Mr. Lightseeds <laughs> is in the wrong, you could. Either go to our go to our iTunes site and give us a positive rating if you think that we deserve it, or if you don't think his his review is accurate, just put no. It's not helpful. Those are the two things I think. If you wanted to take action, those would be the things you would want to do. And remember, the truth is nothing more than that which is. <laughs> we say that every. We should close the show with that. Sage fucking <laughs> advice, man. <laughs> So launching into our very first story, um, Michael D. Higgins has been inaugurated as the ninth president of Ireland at a ceremony at Dublin Castle. Why is this important? Michael D. Higgins is an atheist. An atheist president. (laughs) End times. Rapture. It's coming. Of Ireland. Rapture. <laughs> well, you know, uh, this is this is just a quick little story. I think, Tom. I don't think there's a lot to say about this other than like uh, it shows sort of how close-minded we can be in the U.S. with uh, the way in which we have to choose a leader because you have to fucking bend down and thank God if you want to be a politician in this country. Absolutely, we have very few people that uh, that actually were out there out 
atheists. Those are mostly people in state government. Uh, people in federal government, there's like one. So there's not a lot of people that represent atheists and secularists and humanists. And this is great. It's great that an entire country was just like, hey, this guy's the best guy. Who gives a fuck what he believes? And fucking when it comes to whether or not there's a God, he, he, this guy can still be just as moral as all the rest of the people that we would have hired for this job. He just chooses not to believe in God. Yeah, I think this is, I mean, it's very telling, actually, to have a country like Ireland, which has, if I'm not mistaken, some history of religious strife. Right. And to have a country like that bring on board a president who has no religious affiliation. I mean, what what that to me partially says is we need a leader who isn't going to be colored by this nonsense. That has... A place, and that place is not in politics. We want a leader who's going to lead us through economic difficulty. He's going to take security concerns you know, seriously and address those things. We want a leader who's going to lead the country in all of the ways that are essentially political. But you don't need to hire somebody who's also your sort of fucking religious stand-in. Right. You know, and I think that... That's something that Americans seem to get a little confused about, you know. Either they believe that if you don't have somebody who's religious brought in as one of your leaders, so if you bring in somebody who's a leader and they're not religious, that they're just going to fucking immediately, like, run through the White House and be like, I've got to hit the button, (laughs) you know, blow up the whole world because fuck it, why not? You know, that's that's just such a crazy fucking person's thing to, to, to believe. Or... You know, they want to have a leader, a political leader, who can double as the sort of religious leader for the country. Right. As sort of right. like America's Pope or what have you, you know, some grand pontiff to to stand uh, at, at the podium. I think you're right. And I think one of the, you know, the, the fears that people have, if somebody is brought in and doesn't have the same belief structure as me, these people think that uh, suddenly – Uh, They're going to like close down all their churches or they're going to somehow have some sort of persecution against their particular sect. And there's no – again, no evidence for that to sort of be actually the truth. But people just seem to think that if you somehow brought like a secular president in our country that there would be like, oh, he's going to close down all the churches and like, well, why would he? What would be the He just wouldn't care about your churches one way or the other. Want to go to church? I don't give a fuck. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So this next story comes from Skeptoid. Um, This is actually pretty awesome. It's a top 10 worst anti-science websites. Um, And I have to say, Cecil, the thing that all of these... Almost all of these websites have in common um, is many of them veil themselves in this sort of veneer of science without having any actual science involved. Right. right. Um, and that's not true of all of them. Number 10 is Huffington Post. I don't think Huffington Post wraps itself in a veneer of much of anything, to be perfectly honest. Conservapedia <laughs> wraps itself only in a veneer of total crazy. Yeah, fucking nuthouse. Um, but many of these have a sort of uh, scientific flavor about them without having uh, any of the restrictions and 
um, uh, safeguards that science puts on, on claims to knowledge. I didn't really know about any of these websites beforehand. <laughs> I was like, a couple of them, obviously, Conservapedia and Huffington Post. Sure, I knew who they were. But most of these other ones, I'm like, I had never heard of a couple. I mean, guess a 9-11 truth I had heard of before. But most of the other ones, no, I've never heard of them. This Answers in Genesis is the craziest website well, I've, I've ever been to in my before. life. It's it hilarious. Is, it is as crazy as a, web, a website as you could possibly imagine. Um, I'm sure Mr. Lightseeds loves it because it's well-researched, um, but it's it's ridiculous. And Age of Autism, obviously, you know, I had never heard of it, but this is a very typical sort of site. There's some fucking awesome stuff on Natural News, the number one, like, crazy, crazy site. I didn't look at this one. How is it? It has some examples of current articles on Natural News. New World Order, implantable RFID chips capable of remotely killing non-compliant slaves are here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, on the front page, it says, Sweet Potato Nutrition, amazing facts you should know. That is the most phallic bowl of fucking potatoes I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Feeding prisoners genetically modified soy products may be cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> Look, yeah, okay, I would argue a that sign. tofu is cruel yeah. and unusual. <laughs> no Absolutely. Kidding, right? So. Anti-foaming agent found in Chicken McNuggets. FDA finally admits chicken meat containing contains cancer-causing arsenic. I mean, it's <laughs> so awesome. It's like a compendium of crazy. Oh, man. that's awesome, dude. It's super great. I, this is a great link. We'll post it on our site. Um, and if you want to listen to the podcast, I think, you know, it's pretty fast. It's not a long podcast, so you can get through this pretty quickly. Um, and that way, uh, for the lazy, you don't have to read it. Yeah. I have to I have to I have to tell you one more of these Cecil because it's every part of this is perfect. True fact. Aren't all facts true? A common ingredient in commercial breads is derived from human hair harvested in China. You cannot get a better story than that right there. That's actually delicious cuz I fantastic. eat Chinese people's heads all the time. <laughs> True fact. <laughs> Not meant to be a factual true fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, all that is is true. Or all yes, that's true right. is. I, don't is. Know why I, I forget what it is. I forget what he said. Lens. In the eyes of a ranger, the unsuspecting stranger had better know the truth of wrong from right. Cause the eyes of the ranger are upon you Any wrong you do, he's gonna see There's a new sheriff in town, Cecil. Actually, he's more of a Texas ranger. <laughs> pew, pew! <laughs> Chuck Norris, it turns out, is the... Uh, Norris. The new face of anti-vax nutters. Yeah. Um, Chuck Norris has replaced Jenny McCarthy. I have to say, if you're getting a new face <laughs> and you go from Jenny McCarthy, dumb but hot. Yeah. Yeah. And you go to Craghead Chuck Norris. Like, really? Yeah. It, it, certainly not an upgrade in the looks department. Absolutely sure. not. <laughs> I mean, unless you actually have to fight scientists. Right, exactly, right. Which is about what it's going to have to come down to at this point. You really didn't upgrade at all profession-wise. Because right. you went from uh, stripper slash playboy model slash fucking horrible actress 
uh, Jenny McCarthy to martial artist slash horrible actor Chuck Norris. Like, you did not upgrade. You fucking, you, you may have downgraded because he's fucking harder on the eyes. Yeah, I mean, this is the, this is the co-star of Firewalker, <laughs> and I'm going to get my fucking medical advice from this guy. I, I somehow feel like maybe his credentials are right. somewhat lacking. Right. I'll go instead to a doctor for my... Because they, you know, went to school for that as opposed to the fucking dojo. I love it. It's like, it's like, hey, Kobe Bryant, should I get this knee surgery? <laughs> I'm asking random professions yeah. for advice in other areas from now on. Like, no matter what happens, like, I'm going right. to get all of my tax advice from now on from fucking Snoopy. <laughs> you be like, hey, is this tax deductible? Let me fly at his fucking doghouse like the Red Baron. I'm like, that's not helpful. What the fuck? Oh, man. I love the idea that professional, like, like because, you know, you're a martial artist. Okay, let's not pretend you're a fucking brain thinker. Okay? <laughs> so so here's the thing. Like, like, that's like saying, you know, like all professional athletes have something to say. Well, they like to think they have something to sure. say. But, We're interviewed you know, frequently. And they don't normally have something to say. And this, what, what is the credence that Chuck Norris brings to this movement? Other than, like, he has, like, a bunch of jokes about him. I have <laughs> like, no idea. Like, he brings idea. a fucking cannon of Chuck Norris jokes with him. That's what he brings. It, it's, it's pretty awesome. I love that, um, that Chuck Norris is, is making, like, statements. Like, he's making these sort of, like, supposedly factual statements about... You know, like the thimerosal debate. Oh, God. And, and it's like, man, I know that your movies and television programming are stuck in the 80s and 90s. God. But your thinking shouldn't be as well. Like, your evidence is fucking old fucking hat, dude. It's been... <laughs> 31 years. I it, keep it, waiting for the for the Chuck Norris joke about him punching a dead horse back to life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for one am scared. Like as I think he's going to win the argument. <laughs> he's win everything. That's I mean he's Chuck Norris. He is hard. Admittedly. Yeah, admittedly. Yeah. He's difficult to defeat. Right, right. Wakefield is not just any researcher. His 1998 study on autism and childhood vaccines literally changed the way many parents think about vaccines. The study was based on just 12 children. That's right, 12 children. But many parents desperate for answers around the world embraced Wakefield's claim that he'd found a link between autism and the vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella. So Cecil... There's a new, I don't know if I want to call it trend, because I'm not sure exactly how widespread it is, but there's a new crazy thing to do, yeah. which people evidently are doing now, which is um, sending chicken pox infected lollipops through the fucking mail, <laughs> mail. to strangers who then give the chicken pox infected lollipops to their kids to give their kids a disease. It sounds safe. <laughs> I can... It, it. I'm hard-pressed to think of something less fucking advisable than that. <laughs> right? Like, I would... I would, I would almost sooner pull the pin on a grenade and wrap it really tight so it doesn't blow up. But just like, I'm going to fucking wrap the hammer and, like, put it in a fucking FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'd rather dry hump a porcupine. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Thing to do. This is ridiculous. And you know, like, like the thing about chicken pox that people I didn't I guess I didn't even know until I read this article. One of the things about chicken pox is that it actually can kill you. Like you it is a it can be a fatal disease. Now, is it commonly fatal? No, it's not commonly fatal. But uh, but people who get chicken pox, um, not from if they get the vaccine, I guess they have a much less chance later on in life of getting shingles. But if you get it like for real, like from fucking licking a, a lollipop that another kid or maybe a grown up has done something to, um, then you have then you have an opportunity to get shingles later on in life. And there's also the possibility that it could kill you like 100 people a year or so die from chicken pox. Yeah, and that might be a statistically small percentage, but um, just just don't fucking see how many licks it takes to the, get to the center of your fucking virus-laden yeah. Tootsie Pop. <laughs> That's insane. There, you're joining a Facebook group. That's how this is being done. You could join a Facebook group. You have no idea who's on the other end of that right, group. Right, right. And they're sending you something that they are saying is a lollipop licked by a disease-infested kid. And let's not let's not let's not sugarcoat it. Chickenpox <laughs> is a disease. I see what you did there. <laughs> Chickenpox is a fucking disease. Why are we giving our kids diseases on purpose? Right? Like know, we're not sending them fucking know. malaria uh, sausages. <laughs> Right, you're not. It's like filled with mosquitoes. <laughs> open it, you cut it open. You got like some nice cheese and like a salami, and you take a knife. Anopheles oh, no. mosquitoes fill the air. Well, what if what if some fucking creepy pedo dude got onto your Facebook group and was like, "Yeah, I'll send you one that's got chicken pox on it," and he like fucking rubbed it on his junk, right? Or something. You or, know what I mean? Like, I don't even know what you would do with it, but you could do some weird shit with a lollipop. You know what I mean? I have seen pornography. <laughs> so I understand that there's some weird things that you could do with a lollipop. So, you know, the very fact is, is like, like you're first off, you're trusting somebody that all you've seen is their profile picture on fucking Facebook, right? So you're trusting somebody like that. You're sending a fucking disease via fucking U.S. post office oh, mail right. or FedEx or fucking UPS whatever. or whatever. So you're endangering the people that are in, around it, possibly. Like, that's fucking horrifying, too. What if, like, let's just say, like, fucking some of that shit leaked out onto my hand. I'm an adult. I go home and touch my little my little boy, Jimmy, who lives in a fucking bubble. And guess what? Jimmy fucking dies of chicken pox because he doesn't – he has some sort of immunodeficiency. So now what? Now fucking my kid dies because you're some jackass who sent a fucking slobber-filled fucking lollipop through the mail. And, and who's to say it's chicken pox that's on that thing and not hepatitis? Oh, yeah. You know, or hepatitis and chicken pox. If, if, you, can, if you can load a virus onto a lollipop. Who's to say the only virus being loaded onto that lollipop is chicken pox? And then what about the postal workers that have to handle this shit? You know, they they have to risk, they have to yeah. have a risk of getting fucking chicken pox or shingles. Right. If they're adults. I had a coworker that had shingles. She was laid up in the hospital for four fucking days. Fuck that. Four days, dude. That shit was serious. She was very, very ill. 
You know, why? Because somebody doesn't want to give them a vaccine. Do you not know how fucking vaccines work? Yeah. You get a small dose of the thing you don't want to catch. It creates an immune response that generates antibodies that mean that when you get exposed to that thing again, you beat it lickety split. What are you doing here? You're getting you're doing the same thing. Just you're in a saying, bigger, bigger dose. Yeah, but you're saying like, oh, I just I want to have the same antibody and immune response. I just also want to make sure I have the fucking pus filled pustules and fever to go along with it. Look, man, why would you pass up pus filled pustules and fever if I, you could have it? Right. I can't if you think could fucking have it. <laughs> I remember when I got chicken pox, I got chicken pox late in life. What a horrible fucking experience that shit was. I had fucking my fever was so high that I was fucking delusional for like two straight days. Like I was fucking completely delusional. I thought the fucking Chicago Bears were practicing under the covers <laughs> on my bed for two days. I was fucking out of my mind. And I got fucking I was so itchy and nasty and just fucking all that shit. It's a fucking horrible fucking little little fucking disease that you can get. It's a terrible disease. I wouldn't wish that on any kid, even if I hated that kid. Right. I I had chicken box when I was a kid and I had it quite badly. And I have still have scars from chicken pox. Why, why would you give that? Be like, oh, your body doesn't look horribly, horribly scarred. Fuck that. Here's some the chicken pox. God. I would not like to have. Here you go. But isn't there a vaccine? Here you go. Have a sucker. I trust you, mom. I trust <laughs> you, dad. Uh, uh, now I'm fucking really sick. Yeah. I hate you, mom. <laughs> How do you explain that? You, you know, don't. if you happen to have you a don't. kid that's one of the 100, how do you fucking explain that at the funeral? I thought it was a good idea to give him a stranger's lollipop I got from the internet covered in viruses. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I was wrong. Yeah, I have no sympathy for that person. Right, asshole. What an asshole yeah. thing to do. That's for fucking assholes. ridiculous. Have I mentioned this is kind of an asshole thing? Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> So, uh, Cecil, some some key uh, Republican craziness was defeated recently. Um, actually, several uh, referendums and uh, and bills that were up for uh, election recently, just on Tuesday, um, they were uh, many of them were roundly defeated across the country. I think probably the craziest and most dangerous and most thankfully defeated was Mississippi's personhood amendment. Now, this isn't the first personhood amendment that has been voted on. They've all been defeated, thankfully. Um, Mississippi voters defeated a ballot initiative that would have declared life begins at fertilization and basically would have made uh, miscarrying, aborting uh, for any reason illegal. Would have made it murder if you declare that person Also a person. would outlaw, Tom, the morning after pill and inner uterine devices. Right. Like, that's the other thing, too. It's like suddenly, I mean, you know, the Republicans like to talk a good game, Tom, at least they used to talk a good game about how they're sort of hands off. They're like, government should be small and out of your life. Government should be small and out of your life. Um, this is not an example of that. No, no this, this is, is not. This is the exact opposite of what that is. And when you're coming to somebody, and look, you can have your own stance on abortion. And I got into a conversation recently where I was talking to somebody about abortion, and and we were trying to talk about it. And I was like, you know, anything after the first trimester, I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, I have some problems with that. You know, like I start to think about, you know, 
you know, I guess I, I wonder, you know, at what point are we, you know, is the abortion sort of, uh, sort of, because there is a life in there. You know what I mean? Like we've got to, you know, there is at some point it does turn into a life. Right. But at some point it also is a fucking lump of cells. And I'm not going to be so naive as to think that it is sparked with the creation the moment the fucking sperm <laughs> hits the egg. Yeah, but okay? isn't that when Jesus comes down Yeah, that's into when the Jesus womb. comes down. And like rump shakes around and does no, his he magic lightning her, bolt or whatever. No, there's no. He's got a magic lightning bolt, all right. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, <laughs> but but really, it, it's 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 an invasion of people's reproductive rights, right? To decide whether or not they want to have. I mean, the morning after pill, it is a lump of fucking cells at that point. It is not a fucking you know. Like we said before, it's not fucking sitting in there reading fucking Sartre and being like, when will I be born? Hmm. <laughs> it's not fucking doing it. It's not a thing yet. It's right. just, it's a fucking, it's the same thing as like having your period at that point. So let's not pretend that it's a person then. And and I'm glad that something like this gets voted down because it's nonsense. It's like saying like, we're going to have a personhood amendment that fucking a lump of cells is a person and we're going to have a sky is yellow fucking event, amendment right, too. Right, right. Yeah, an amendment or, or a bill or a law does not change reality. There's, there's no way to sell me or, or any thinking person that something the size of a grain of fucking rice, you know, is a person. That there's, oh, right. that's, that's a human being just like you. Like, no, no, it's not. That does not have a brain. Right. The brain is sort of a big deal. You know, we have this we have this idea that, that many people are pretty comfortable with, right, that that brain death equals death. Because if there's no brain, there ain't no thoughts being thunked. Right. There, there's not really a person in there anymore that you just have the shell. Well, the fucking shell forms first. Right. And this idea that you could take like a lump of cells and be like, well, that's a person. Here you go. Like, really? Yeah, that's, that's not a thing yet. And really, the whole idea behind this law was to get this law passed and then it would immediately be challenged and appealed. And the whole idea was to push this up to the Supreme Court and right. have Roe versus Wade reconsidered at the Supreme Court level. This was a way right. for nutters in Mississippi to create a law that would have uh, federal implications by getting Roe versus Wade uh, reconsidered and in their minds, hopefully overturned. Well, Mississippi voters, not exactly the most liberal block of fucking voters. P- people recognize, like, the thing is that, that women in particular, who you may have noticed, are about half of us. Yeah. <laughs> they recognize that this is a terrible infringement on their freedoms, on right? their bodies, on their reproductive health. You know, this is an attempt by a small moral constituency to try to decide what women do with their bodies when they're allowed to do it and people say no to that shit it's fucking nonsense so score one for mississippi they they they, they deliver in other ways but they want to deliver vast amounts of information over the internet and again the internet is not something that you just dump something on it's not a big truck it's, it's a series of tubes so Cecil, this is an interesting story, um, although the, the writing in it, I think, is unbelievably horrible. From the New York Times, Senate rejects GOP bid to overturn Internet rules. Now, this goes back to something that we've, we've discussed before, Cecil, that although many Republicans talk the small government talk, the reality is that most of the time when they're protecting this ideal of small government, 
They're doing so in order to favor corporations and limit individual rights. And this, Cecil, I think, is a great example of that. Yeah, net neutrality, I think, is one of these one of these things that uh, that I think the overwhelming majority of people are for keeping the net neutral. And uh, and what this what net neutrality means is, is that a company that is your Internet service provider can um, can make decisions about your service and provide you with content that they favor. Mm-hmm. Or not provide you with content that they favor. So if you were to have, say, uh, you know, like let's say I, I had Comcast, and I do have Comcast where I live, um, and I had no other choices. Now, I, I'm lucky enough to live in Chicago, so I have I have actually choices, although my condo building decides which place we're going to use. But I could have, you know, 3G service, you know, that's just completely wireless. I could also have DSL if I wanted. So there's a couple of other options I could have, even if I can't have a cable provider provide my internet. I could get internet other ways. But I'd choose to go with Comcast. Well, if if this rule came into place, Comcast could then decide, well, you know what? We're going to time out all Netflix videos. Right. You know, suddenly we're going to slow we're going to slow that down, or we're only going to give you the ability to get to Netflix a couple of other ways. Maybe you'll have to see an ad first or something else. And what this is is the Republicans are basically saying, well, what we want is we want a free internet, meaning that the people who provide it to you get to decide how they provide it to you. But that's a load of shit. If 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 you really are truly for better business for people that are doing things, you know, that are that are actually doing things well, think about it this way: Comcast can either do this a shady way to keep me away from Netflix. They can do it a shady way through this this means, or they can do it like a legitimate way by offering better content, a more usable website. Um, suddenly, I have access to all the Fox movies that have ever been made in the history of Fox, you know, all those things that they could do to draw me legitimately away from Netflix's site. They have ways in which to do that. But instead, they're choosing to do it in a way that's like forced. They they could force me to choose them over over Netflix by just limiting my, my service. And that's bullshit. That's not what the net is all about. That's not what the internet is about. And I think that it's that it's it's telling that the Republicans are the people who are trying to push something like this through. Sure, and it's a cheap way to funnel money into um, providers not of the actual uh, – of internet service, right? Because what what they can also do is just say, well, hey, you know, you want to get to Netflix faster? you got to pay an extra fee. Yeah, it's more money. You know, I know that you get high-speed internet, but you don't get high-speed internet for wherever you want to go as yeah. a consumer. You get high-speed internet, and if you want to go to these certain sites and do these certain high-bandwidth demand – uh, things, then you have to pay an extra fee. Well, I'm already paying a fee. I'm paying a fee for your service. And I'm paying a fee for the fucking uh, content provider. But it's it's a cheap way for them to try to make money off of the things you like to do already on the internet. They don't have to provide a better product, right? This is, this is the very antithesis of the idea of the free market, right? The idea of the free market is whoever provides the best product is going to win out. But the reality is that for most of us, and I know Cecil, you said you have options, but for a lot of people, there are no high-speed options. That's why I I said I was lucky. Yeah, I have no high-speed option. So my high-speed option is, is in my area, it's Comcast. Well, if Comcast says, well, you like to go to Netflix and stream movies... And so I want you to pay another $5 a month to do that, or I'm going to throttle back your Netflix, and it's going to become unusable for you. 
Well, that's a way for them to make money without providing a service. Sure. They're basically well, saying that that's like saying like, like <clears throat> imagine any other service that you go to. Imagine if you went to McDonald's, right? And you said, well, I'd like a burger and fries. You said, well, you know, burgers are actually our most popular item. So if you would like a burger, we'll give it to you. But it's 30 minutes. If you want it in five minutes, it's double the price. You'd be like, well, fuck you. Right. I'll go to Burger King, Problem is right? you can't go to Burger King. <laughs> but what if they're the only place in town? Yeah. What if they're the only place in the state? Right. You know, like, and that's the thing is Comcast, what if Comcast did this with their, you know, we're picking on Comcast, but and they are one of these people that are involved in this sort of thing. So we're picking on one particular group, but we're just using them as example. But what if, you know, Comcast provides cable? What if they um, ran Comcast Sportsnet? And that, and that was a fine service, but then you wanted to go see Fox Sportsnet or something like that on Fox, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, um, every 30 seconds, the picture goes dead for 25 seconds. Right. You know, what if that were to happen? Like, people wouldn't watch it, and they'd be pissed off to be like, well, man, you, I pay for this service, and now suddenly I don't get Fox, I don't get this, I don't get that, I don't get these five other channels because they're unwatchable. Well, that's not our problem. you got to pay extra for those. Yeah, it's Not just pay to... extra, but, like, you're, I'm already paying for your service. Right. That's like having HBO and then having to pay extra for HBO. I know, isn't it? It's like I have HBO. Yeah, but you really like, you know, Game of Thrones. So we're going to charge you extra for Game of Thrones. Be like, well, it's fucking already on HBO. Or Showtime or whatever it shows Yeah, it's on, on HBO. <laughs> whatever. I don't watch that shit. So we're going to pause the show at the moment uh, to take a quick break. Give you the information on how to contact us, send us your uh, hate mail messages, and uh, if you... How you could give us a poor rating on iTunes, maybe? Always an option. Remember, (laughs) we are poorly researched, and we We are are. cognitive dissonance. (laughs) (laughs) You can email these assholes at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. For more information on this or any other episode, visit the Cognitive Dissonance website dissonancepod.com like our show on facebook to join in the conversation just search for cognitive dissonance in facebook or go to our website for the link you can converse with us on twitter our twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod help us out by retweeting and reposting our shows you can call us and leave us a message at 740-74-DOUBT that's 740-743-6828 long distance rates apply your help is fucking greatly appreciated. The story, this story could be the greatest story I've heard all day. Cecil Herman Kane gets better and better all the time. Now, you, you'll remember that Herman Kane uh, recently expressed his disdain for the great country of Ubekibekibekibekistanstan, um, which was heartbreaking to Ubekibekibekibekistanstanese. Who were really yeah. concerned about what fucking Herman Cain, the godfather of pizza, thought about their country. <laughs> you know. Man, that pizza? Right. What do I care? <laughs> um, but in the grand tradition of getting basic facts horribly wrong, Herman Cain. He listens to cognitive dissonance, evidently. <laughs> Herman Cain, in an interview, expressed his concern that China might develop nuclear weapons. Herman Cain's old. That's that's true, but yeah, this is great. I can I just quote yes. from this. Yes, they're a military threat, Cain said on PBS NewsHour. In response to the question from Judy Woodruff, 
They've indicated that they're trying to develop nuclear capability, and they want to develop more aircraft carriers like we have. So, yes, we have to consider the military threats. I, they tested their first <laughs> nuclear weapon in 1964. That's 14 years before I was born. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing. I've ever, oh, my gosh. This guy is so awesome. You know what? Uh, Ann Coulter had a, had a post a while back that said— um, our blacks are better than your blacks. That. Ann Coulter. Um, what a piece of garbage. I want to just retort to Ann Coulter and be like, well, our trannies are better than you. So, um, but no, like, like, uh, like what you want to say to her is be like, what you're, this guy is stupid. Like this guy is, he's clinically stupid. Like you want to stand behind this idiot, this, this moron. Like now don't get me wrong. Like this guy, he's probably a little more smart than let's say Rick Perry is. But still, it's like like this isn't somebody you want to fucking hang your hat on and be like, this is our guy. This is the guy to run. Like, Ron Paul is fucking leaving all these people in the dust in such a fucking ridiculous way. It's sad. And, and, and it's not even that hard to do, right? You no. just need to know who the nuclear powers are. Sure, and not grope somebody that doesn't want to be That groped. is key. That, yeah. that, it turns out, is key. Uh, Herman Cain's had... Uh, Two, three, four, four people come out now um, and say that he's gotten a little hands-on. It's like a quartet. <laughs> well, you want to wonder, like Tom, I wonder. Uh, and there was a comment. There was a little bit of uh, back and forth on our on our blog about this, and it's great that people are actually having conversations on our blog. We encourage it. Our blog is located at dissonancepod.com. You can find the latest episode and uh, and comment on that episode directly out from the main page. And, and it's great that they're having these conversations, but they're, they really focus on the fact that that Herman Cain had – uh, you know, he had some unwarranted sexual advances on somebody he was going to be hiring, right? So, like, that's what the focus of the conversation was. Now, first off, that's really low class yep. to be, like, out on a fucking interview with somebody, you know, for drinks and talking about the interview and then being, like, like even if it's just a fucking, like, hey, baby, you want to come up and spend the night or maybe about 45 seconds with me <laughs> up in my room. You know what I mean? Like, like, even if it's just that, even if it's just that sort of unwanted sexual advance verbal, that's still creepy because you're going to be her superior. There's some power dynamic issues that happen there. Um, she may want the job more than she wants to, you know, than, than, and then she doesn't want to have sex with you. You know what I mean? Like, so there's some really, like, like creepy shit already packaged up into that. But just like fucking reaching over and fucking honking her tit like a fucking clown nose? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, what is that? And be like, hey, baby, ha, 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 let's tune in Tokyo. Maybe he thought it would squirt seltzer at him, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a gin and tonic. Walk, 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 I'm walk, confused walk. how these work. <laughs> Seriously, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is a guy, like, never is it fucking warranted to reach over and just fucking honk somebody's tit. Never is that fucking warranted. Unless it's like, she's like, I give you warrant, sir. It it is, like you said, this is extraordinarily, at the very best, it's low class. Like, this is a guy that's very, it's very difficult to respect his decision-making capabilities, right? You, you've got somebody who, and we don't know if the, the sexual allegation, uh, if the sexual harassment allegations are true or not. We don't. But it is telling that there are four of them. 
Um, right. That that kind of set one person. Uh, okay, well, you know, he's a high profile character, and maybe something's going on, and there's certainly. Yeah. But when you get to four at this point, you've got to think that there's a, there's maybe something at least going on here. And the sure. story that comes out is, you know, even even if he didn't reach over and give her a grab, like he upgraded her hotel room and took, her, you know, like he did a lot of things that seem awkward, like really awkward, like really leading and suggestive. And this is a guy that's, very difficult at this point to respect and the disdain with which he's treated these women and these allegations is um it's not classy and it's not been handled no. very well at all yeah at all yeah. you know at one point he makes a joke about like well have you seen her like i wouldn't wouldn't hit on her like he makes some comment that like well she's unattractive so i clearly wouldn't sexually harass an unattractive woman and that's the implication. Yeah. And it's 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 like, wow, that's your defense. Like, I only grab the titties of the good looking ones. <laughs> honk, honk. Well, he also said and this is, uh, you know, this is a quote. Um, I'm not sure if this is where this is from, but I saw somebody posted this and this is it says for every one person that comes forward with a false accusation. There are probably thousands who say that none of that sort of activity ever came from Herman Cain. Like, OK, well, you know, I've been around, you know, like that's like a rapist being like, well, man, I've been around like 10,000 women in my life. I only raped seven right. of them. Oh, God. Yeah. Like what? You could trust me with women. I mean, you're only like one in 10,000 or seven in 10,000. That's a low percentage of people that I've raped. It, like it's ridiculous. Like it's an idea. The idea is stupid. And I, you know, I, I, I do want to say, Tom, that your point is perfectly valid. These are allegations at this point. So when I said that he reached over, maybe he didn't. Maybe none of this ever even happened. But you're right. There's something there if it's four people. But I even still think that, you know, being in that situation – being able to be traced back to that situation where you are having drinks with somebody who you might be fucking hiring and you're fucking have an upgraded hotel room for them and stuff like that. I think that's a little shady anyway. You know, I think even if there is nothing else that's left of this that's true, that in itself is me saying, dude, what are you yeah, doing? It, it really just bespeaks a bizarre decision at the very least to right, be involved right. in somebody's uh, nightly accommodations. In any way, like you want to, I've been on interviews, you know, and I've been taken to dinner by people that wanted to, you know, potentially hire me. And that's one thing. But to have somebody concern themselves with with my overnight accommodations, we're starting to get into some territory that's a little iffy. Right. Right. Absolutely. And now Rick Perry's three favorite things this week. Ice cream flavors. I like banana nut. <laughs> I, I like I like uh, funky monkey. And um, what what what's the third one, Ron? <laughs> Ron Paul's like moose tracks. <laughs> You're called Ron Paul, baby. He knows oh, you. God, that's so awesome. Um, agencies of government. The EPA needs to be rebuilt. But There's you no can't, doubt about but that. But you can't name the third one? The third agency of government. Yeah. I would I would do away with the education, uh, the uh, <laughs> commerce. I, I, commerce, and let's see. I can't. 
The third one I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Commerce, education, and the um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> the um, uh, uh, EPA. EPA. There you go. No. What? What did? I love the the actual tape of this when he's. Can't remember which things he's going to cut, which departments, departments of the U.S. government he's going to kill. Right? Isn't that like this is this is great? And one of the best lines on Reddit I saw was, um, all it said was, "Watch Rick Perry's campaign end before your eyes," and it was a link to that. <laughs> right? And then it, isn't that the same one that also has like the Simpsons at the end of it where? Where Bart is, is uh, <clears throat> showing Lisa, he's like, "Watch, you can see right where Ralph's heart breaks in two. <laughs> and like he's he's like got like a fast forward pause thing. He's like, eh, uh, eh, eh. "It's <laughs> when you can't remember three things, you're well, you're only being asked to remember three things, and they are your three things, right? You know." It, it's not like the guy has, you know, a list of 50 ideas and was asked to, like, rattle them all off in, in sequence. It's three. Right. Well, he's got to remember a lot of other stuff, evidently. Well, I love one of the comments on Reddit was awesome. It was just like, uh, it's a mystery. Vote me to find, <laughs> vote for me to find out which one it is. Like, that's the best part. I love that. I think that's awesome. Uh, well, you know, uh, did you ever find out which one it was that he was talking no, about? No, uh, I actually was looking on Sarah Palin's hand to see if she had written it down. <laughs> she did it was not. Her. Probably smeared. I think she was holding it up to him in the audience. <laughs> and it had smeared enough. He's like, I can't. I, I don't remember. I, I, I don't clearly well, remember. See, so you've seen the video, right? You can oh, see yeah. that oh, he's yeah. praying for the third one, right? He's like, come on, yeah, rain in yeah. Texas and give sure. me the third one. Right. Rain in Texas and give me the third one. Alas, to no avail. There are some problems we have in Wall Street. But the thing is for, for young people to sit out there and say that we hate capitalism, we hate corporate America, you know, that's kind of like what helped us get to where we are in 235 years. So the Occupy protests continue to chug along um, and uh, the police continue to respond in a calm and rational way. <laughs> if by calm and rational, you mean shooting people in Oakland, shocker, with uh, non-lethal weapons who do nothing at all. There's a video <laughs> on boingboing.net, uh, which we'll link to on our site we can see a guy. There's like a big line of police. There's like 9,000 policemen, right? They're all like lined yeah, up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and this guy has a video camera, and he's the one clearly shooting the video. And he's just walking along. He's not taunting them. He's not throwing rocks. He's not like bristling with guard dogs or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they shoot him. They just shoot well, that guy for no reason. That guy, he had a camera. Well, that's true. He did have yeah. a camera. And... The, the best part is like he also had a fucking rubber bullet to the fucking face. Ow! The, the, the best part is like he walks down the line and like honestly, dozens of police don't shoot him. Right. So if right. he was a threat, it, this means that if he was a threat, either dozens and dozens of police are unable to interpret him as a threat, which means that all right. those police that did not shoot him are incompetent. Because they're right. unable to interpret threats properly. 
or suddenly his camera morphed Transformers style into an assault rifle. It's an option. I'm going with B. Or some cop just <laughs> shot him for no reason. I'm going to go with B because I think I, I just I, I it's not that I think it happened. I'm just hopeful that cameras can transform into AR-15s. You're all dead. Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God. What's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. <laughs> So this is a, this is actually quite a bizarre story. Um, suicidal lesbian Marine Corps vet um, went to uh, the VA hospital um, and uh, tried to get some help. She tried to get help because she'd been having uh, suicidal thoughts. Um, she thinks as a result of the post-traumatic stress disorder. She did serve in wartime and uh, was having a very difficult time struggling with depression and uh, suicidal thoughts. And rather than getting help... The nurse um, just gave her Jesus. That is, that not, is not help. help. Turns no. out, that, yeah. And the reason why it's not help is because after she left, she the the person who said I'm going to quote this is now this is what the person said that she said. So you know we're hearing this from the person who was who was told this. We're not hearing this from the person who actually said it. But she's saying uh, that the that the nurse said to her, maybe God's plan for you. Pardon me. Let me start it over. Maybe God's plan for your life is to choose to return to the light. And then you could help your friends who are still in darkness and going to hell back to the light. When I started practicing medicine, there was actually a diagnosis for homosexuality. But they have gotten rid of that now since Obama. That is a terrible, terrible thing to say. It's also a horrifyingly inaccurate thing to say. Right. It's completely untrue. Homosexuality has not been a psychiatric diagnosis for years and years and years and years. That's been a long time that homosexuality right. used to be, used to be, you know, back in the day, but it ain't been yeah. since Obama. Right. It, yeah. That's <laughs> Maybe since Obama was born. Right. That's you know, like <laughs> crazy. And to tell somebody that they're going to hell and that their friends yeah. are going to hell. Yeah, and this person, you know, this person was religious. So to hear that from somebody else who is also religious, because, you know, who's the authority in right. religion? You know, it's priests, it's people, and, you know, I mean, but somebody like this, they could just have as much authority as anybody else. So they're telling you you're going to hell. Well, suddenly you're already depressed. You know, you already don't think you're any good, probably. What is this going to add to that? How do you how do you help somebody this way? Yeah, no, there's there's nothing in here that implies that this that this nurse was actually helpful at all. You know, right. when somebody's this is a problem when somebody's religious beliefs so get in the way of their ability to practice medicine. What this woman was there for was because she had a depression and suicidal ideations, and those things are treatable, and those things need to be dealt with. With an immediacy similar to that of somebody complaining of chest pains or any other physical malady that right. you would present yourself right. to a hospital for. And to take mental illness and depression and suicidal ideations and to treat those things like they're somehow less than or that they are subject to your proselytizing, that's, 
that that woman should be fucking immediately fired. There's no excuse yeah. for it. You know, imagine if you came in with a broken leg. You're like, fucking my leg really hurts because there's a bone sticking out of it. And it's broken. It's like, well, that's because you're going to go to hell. Like, I don't need yeah. that right now. Are you now. a believer in Jesus? Have you prayed about, you know, you your leg? Have you prayed yeah, about that's it? That's not a fucking useful thing to do. There's another part of this article where the the woman specifically right away asks, like one of the first things she asks is like, have you accepted God into your heart? Have you been saved by Jesus Christ? And this woman had been, you know, and it's like, and what that's saying to her is, well, you're not praying right. hard It's enough. blaming her for it. You're not believing Absolutely. hard enough, right? You're blaming her for yep. her own depression. How is that fucking yep. helpful? Yep. This is a horrifyingly bad thing to do. I mean, it's just, this is, and this is a problem when, when religiosity um, is allowed to enter the uh, medical sphere, allowed to enter the military sphere, you know, this, this woman should be fucking banned from dealing with patients from here on out. If you can't keep, it's one thing to have freedom of, of religion. That's fine. It really is. If you want to pray in your home or in your church or in your fucking head silently, nobody can tell you otherwise. But when somebody comes to you for fucking help, medical help, and you're in a medical setting and you're a medical care professional and you instead take that opportunity to feed them guilt and blame and moral judgment, you're fucking doing it wrong, man. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. That's a terrible human being. If you're involved in the gay and lesbian lifestyle, it's bondage. It is personal bondage, personal despair, and personal enslavement. And that's why this is so dangerous. It's a very sad life. It's part of Satan, I think, to say that this is gay. It's anything but gay. Speaking of terrible human beings, I could not even believe this story. Um, There is evidently a trend. Um, I couldn't believe this either of uh, transgender LGBT um, people being set on fire. A trend of them being set on fire. Henry Hiller Jr., 19, also known as Shelly, your treasure, um, was uh, found on I-94, burned to death and discarded on the side of the road. There's no way to look at a crime like this and not see this as a terrible hate crime. Right. Well, and then it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's starting to become, you know, this, they, they say in here, there's a couple of other people. It says, uh, at least the seventh, uh, LGBT person burned alive in the past six weeks across the world. Like what is happening? What are we doing? What I, I'm not going to say we, what are you doing? Weirdos, like what the fuck is happening? Like, and this is a person who obviously hates themselves so much that they have to lash out at a at a person who you know is gay. They hate. They really hate themselves to be you know this horrifyingly fucking um, just just brutal to somebody else. And you know, we talked about you know. There's a lot of times people will look down their nose at those countries in the Mideast where they, you know, kill people like in Iran where they kill people that are gay and you're like, oh, look at those backwater places. This is fucking I-94 in the United States, man. It's it's a it's an example of such horrifying barbarism. And we've talked about this before and I'm sure we'll talk about it many times again. You know, when you have these um, evangelicals who look at and selectively choose 
the works um, and passages from the Bible that uh, serve to buttress their homophobia. And they spread that word and they spread that fear and they spread that hatred and they create a moral justification for other people's discomfort and hate. The natural uh, uh, response to this socially is these sorts of hate crimes. You know, you cannot keep feeding the fire and not expect it to burn. And, you know, we have this idea that these um, religious folks, well, you know, you're entitled to your own opinion. Yeah, you are. But your opinion should be vilified as hate speech. When when your opinion is bigoted, when your opinion is um, promoting um, looking at another person as less than because of the way that they were born. It's hate speech and it results in hateful. And even when somebody is like, let's say somebody who comes to this isn't like particularly religious. This is a pocket of acceptance Mm -hmm. for them. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a group of people that accept the same sort of bigoted beliefs that I do. So uh, so this sort of thing is reinforced right. by them. Maybe or not. Maybe they're not, you know, coming right out and saying, you know, you should burn gay people alive because, you know, if you say that you probably, you know, somebody should actually, you know, fucking smack you upside the fucking head. But, you know, maybe they're not saying it ex- explicitly. But when you start to permit people to treat gays as lesser people, this sort of thing is a natural result. It, it absolutely is. It's There's no way to take a segment of the population and label them as other and expect them to be treated as anything other than the other. Right. You know, it's a way right. to create division and boundaries based primarily on religious intolerance. And, and this yep. is the, the, the natural result. In the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. To me, it's pretty simple. A person either believes that God created this process or believes that it was an accident and that it just happened all on its own. Speaking of religious intolerance. (laughs) (laughs) In what is, you know, we've talked about petitions before on this show. There's been a couple of petitions at uh, whitehouse.gov that were totally useless. This is a hilarious petition at change.org. True Christians. Start an official burn an evolution book day. This person's a troll. It's such a troll. I don't believe troll. this person exists. It's hilarious, though. About this petition, I'll go ahead and read this. Right. Evolution, a religion of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> has taken over this world and is trying to destroy us Christians and our faith in God. How? We must fight this lie of evolution. Although in this age of internet, it is not possible to wipe out evolution. So it's pointless. We can (laughs) symbolically show that we will not stand for its lies by burning books about evolution. I love it. God bless. (laughs) (laughs) That is seriously the greatest part of the entire thing. God bless, sincerely, your name. I think, I think that is fucking awesome. Uh, what, what I love the most about something like this, um, they're saying that evolution is a religion of Satan. I know. Like, we're talking about Satanism before. That's actually a denomination of Christianity. <laughs> it's your own demigod. <laughs> like, it's one of the Christian demigods, right? right? I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, you can't tell me that the Christian faith is monotheistic. Right. You have a lot of demigods. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they have it, angels, and you get the, the angels and demons, and they 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 can all 
go around and live forever and do magic. Yeah, so they're all gods of some sort. They're at the very least they're lesser gods. So like I don't understand how a demigod of the Christian religion has a different religion which is evolution. Which is not a religion. I love too this idea that you would be so afraid of another idea that you would want to burn all the books, right? Like, oh, I don't want people reading that. And then they're going to read it anyway. You even admit in your thing right, that they like, will well, find it. I would like to engage in the following pointless gesture. <laughs> burn a book. Why? Well, because it's symbolic. It's symbolic of your need for ignorance. That's all burning a book is ever. No, no one has ever looked back. History has never been kind of book burners, right? Nobody has ever looked back and been like, remember those guys? Fuck Alexandria. (laughs) Fuck them. Bitches. Libraries are stupid. (laughs) People who read books about thoughts be dumb. I'm for fossil fuels, man. I'm burning a windmill every week. I'm burning the effigy of a windmill every week. Ideas are scary. <laughs> burn the ideas. That's not how ideas work. You can't burn an idea, dude. Burn the idea. That's awesome. Like, you're Take not that, good at dude. this. This is a troll, though. I mean, like, we're making jokes about this, but this guy, whoever put this on there is a total fucking troll. Like, they're like, they put this on there specifically to get a reaction of people on the internet that would post shit like, are you fucking retarded? Yeah, it's, but it's hilarious. And it only has 12 signatures. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It only has it's 12 signatures, signatures because it, it, it's so evident baiting, right? It's yeah. just, it's phenomenal, though. It's that's funny great. as hell. That's great. So, Cecil, we've got some email we need to talk about. We got an email from uh, Japan Don. Japan Don confuses me because he is a New Zealander living in Japan, and I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> can't get there from I here. I don't know how. Yeah. That's um, Cecil. He also says that uh, it should be referred to as Cecil and Tom because Cecil has the weaker voice <laughs> and so deserves some help. Come to me, Stephen. You're the weaker Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, uh, Don. My my voice actually can bench two twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's okay, Tom. I'm okay with me having the weaker voice. I have I have thicker eyelashes and longer fingers. And and Tom, I can reach things that are above like six foot on a shelf. So I'm okay with having the weaker voice. I'm kind of cool with it. So yeah, I am sort of leprechaun in yeah. shape. So you got. <laughs> You got me uh, handily it, beat there. It's a it's a great it is a good email though. He, he, you know he, he goes through and, and talks about um, uh, a bunch of stuff in the email. Um, thank you for sending it. Uh, we're happy that you're listening. We're happy that you gave us a, a rating on iTunes Japan, even if we couldn't read it. Um, we would urge you to give us a rating on uh, on English uh, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> but uh, but if you want to read it on Japan, that's cool too. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing it though. And uh, and I wanted to talk about New Zealand for a second time because I ran into an Australian uh, recently, and we we start talking for a few minutes and we're, we're having this conversation and and she says to me, she's she's like really uh, trying not to insult me, so she's being very careful with her words. 
and she didn't realize that I was a crass idiot. You know, like she, I was putting myself off as somebody who I guess was well researched. And then, so she said, <laughs> she said to me, she said, well, I don't want to insult you, but you know, there's a, there's a, a an idea about Americans around the world. And I was like, don't, don't worry, you're going to insult, you're not going to insult me. She's like, it feels like you guys are kind of culturally unaware. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're fucking, we're culturally oblivious here. And she was like, and she's like, yeah, she's like, well, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you, do you, can you tell the difference between say a New Zealander's accent and an Australian's accent? And I looked her dead in the face and I said, until you just said it, I had no idea there was a different accent. I was like, I had no idea that an Australian and a New Zealander didn't sound exactly the same. She's like, wait, so you know that, that band that has that show? And I was like, Flight of the Concords? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you don't think they sound different? I'm like, they sound exactly how you talk. <laughs> Americans are as culturally unaware as it is possible right. to be. Right. Look at Herman Cain. <laughs> we might elect him. Right. Yeah. There's to a be possibility. Head of America. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that that's really amusing that we have. Like, I just seriously had no idea that those two things were even separate in any way. We are going to get some awesome email from New Zealanders. Though. I this thought New Zealand great. was like a floating raft of <laughs> Australia. <laughs> Like, I thought it was like the pool raft of Australia. Right. It is. You know? It is. It's, that's terrible. Yeah. That's just terrible. <laughs> so, uh, so I, like we said earlier, I was listening to this show, uh, Skeptics with a K. It was sent to us by somebody who follows us on Twitter. Skepticat sent it to us. And uh, I got to a conversation uh, with her about it. Um, it's a really great show. And I know that we normally, uh, when we say... Oh, this this show, you know, if, if you're looking for a show that has some good content and is well-researched, because this isn't our show, you should look up. And we normally send people to, like, St- Skeptic's Guide, or we send them to, like, uh, uh, Skeptoid, places like that. And those are great places to go. But if you're looking for something that I think is a little more – it's a little closer to us. They're well-researched, funny, and they swear – Skeptics with a K is a great place to go. I listened to a couple of episodes this week. I'm going to start downloading them and listening to them. A couple times I laughed out loud like while I was I was listening to it. So it's they're great. I think they're a great show. Um, so if you want to if, if you want to find a podcast that's similar to ours but very 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 British, you should listen to that show. I've listened to it. I thought it was an excellent show. Yeah, I think it's so. well put together. And these guys they do know their stuff. They really are very intelligent guys. Uh, and and they put together a solid show. So if you want to give that show a chance, I would say give it a chance. Um, it's it's definitely worth your time. So we also got an email from John. Um, John, John, I love your email. Yeah, man. I love it too. Um, John, John gives us a few pieces of advice, um, including fuck the assholes who complain about anything regarding a free podcast. <laughs> uh, I like you, John. Yeah. I don't know you, yeah. but I like you. Yeah. Um, John's enjoying the show. He also came over from irrelig- Irreligiosophy um, and has been plugging us on the Skeptoid listserv. We really do appreciate that. Um, all of the plugs, all of the word of mouth that uh, has been going out about this show is really helping us, and we're just absolutely so grateful for it. So I can't say that enough. Um, he also links to the site... That is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It's AmericanCross.org. <laughs> I, I don't Cross. even understand it. It took – I tried to open this at work, and all my internet service at work is fucking barbaric. It's so slow and ridiculous. <laughs> this is the greatest page ever, by the way. Best design ever. I'm opening it up in Chrome, and and the ribbon on the far right is obscuring half of the words. Well, in, in Firefox, there's a ribbon right through the center of right it. Right through the center. So you can't even see it. You can't even see, like, part of it. It's like, well – 
That's unreadable. Way to go, dummy. (laughs) This is like a time cube style scroll down. Oh, yeah. Um, Which means nobody has got nobody. Nobody has ever read this entire page. I shit, Tom, you've been talking about it for the past three minutes. I'm still scrolling. It's really ridiculously long. And that's just the main page. You can click. There's there's 25 buttons on the left that you could click through. Yeah. The it, artist it, renderings is awesome. If you click on the artist rendering, oh, that I've is the greatest. It. It's like an MS at. Paint. Oh, <laughs> the Victorious. <laughs> oh, it's great. This is a great um, This is a great website. Evidently, this person wants to make a giant cross made out of, like, reflective material and put it up somewhere. And, uh, you know, you can only get so far into this, but we thank you for sending the link. We're going to link to it because we want people to see it, so it's we'll put so it on crazy. our website. Um, it's it's really crazy. It's a skyscraper cross. It's awesome. Super awesome. I would live in the skyscraper cross. This is clearly somebody who really enjoyed, like, frying ants with a magnifying yeah. <laughs> glass. We also got an email uh Last night, actually, from Prescott. Uh, Prescott is a new listener to Cognitive Dissonance. He also came over from Irreligiosophy, which he calls the one true podcast. Which I, think I think that's great. what their tagline is, actually. Is it? I think yeah. it's funny. Yeah. I think that's very funny. Um, so we're very glad to have although, you. Although I think the guy, that one guy who has that what in the world do we know or whatever, that shitty fucking podcast <laughs> yeah. we talked about at the beginning, he would argue that his is the one true podcast. Well, the truth is that which is. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know, what you going to do? <laughs> Prescott Balls raised the cons- in your court now. <laughs> yeah, woo. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with this now? Oh, so God. much information burning in my brain. Oh, <laughs> my mind's uh, all a flutter. I'm going to burn a podcast I don't like every week. I'm just going to burn it. Just throw it in. <laughs> I'm gonna- we have a podcast burning in the yeah. front yard. It's awesome. It's like one match, like in the wind. Like yeah. <laughs> trying to get the, you're trying to get like the 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 internet. They try to like burn the Wi-Fi right. out of the air, just yeah. selectively as it streams. Um, Prescott had a concern about the show. Um, notably, he, he was concerned about uh, episode eleven. Um, and we talked about it a couple of times. David Silverman. We were a little critical of David Silmer, Silverman. He comes to his defense. Prescott, I think your your points are well taken, and uh, thank you for emailing us. Yeah, um, I don't know we that both, I want to go into both, a long. You know, we both like Silverman. I think. Oh yeah. Overall, I yeah. think we both like him. I just think that sometimes when you get on shows like Fox, they can bring out the worst in somebody, and sometimes I think Silverman overreacts. There's other times that I see him on Fox, and he's fucking brilliant. Uh, he has a hard job to do, a job I would not want to do, a job I would not be good at. And so I, you know, my hat goes off to Silverman. I think he's great, um, but sometimes he he does do some things and say some things that make that can because he is sort of viewed as like the fucking atheist pulp. They sort of look at him and they're like, hey, you know, that guy's, you know, if he says something that isn't, that isn't, I think, perfectly on point, people can misconstrue it and make, and it makes all of us look bad, even though we're not really a fucking collective of anybody. We're just a collective of people who don't really believe in something. Right, right. And he has a good point. You know, Silverman um, provides a, uh, a a way to get an idea across that you're not alone. Right. Um, and that's to, good. It, it is very, very good. There's a lot of people, you know, Cecil, you and I are, are fortunate enough. We live in the Midwest, but we're in a, uh, a liberal area of the Midwest, in the Chicagoland area. And so I don't think you and I feel terribly isolated in our in our atheist belief. But uh, there are certainly many, many people in this country who feel extremely isolated 
Um, Prescott mentions that he lives in Texas. I cannot imagine living in Texas and being atheist. I think uh, that would be a little bit difficult. Um, And if Silverman and and others um, give an outlet to those folks and give them a voice and give them an opportunity to feel like, you know, they're not alone in in not believing in the nonsense, um, then fucking more power to you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Prescott, we're so glad you're listening. Thanks for coming over to the show. We got a couple of plugs on our on our Facebook page, so check out the plugs. Uh, Mini Molly, uh, this person, I don't know if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, you, you you do a lot of great stuff for us. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna call you Mini because that's the first name here on uh, on Facebook. Uh, but Mini does a great job of posting our stuff everywhere. Like we get links from this person constantly. So thank you, Mini, for publicizing publicizing the show. But uh, this person posted on our blog. A skeptically speaking podcast. So obviously this person really enjoys it, evolution and politics. Um, it kind of follows directly a lot of the stuff that we talk about. So give it a listen. I haven't listened yet, but give it a listen. And then somebody published a, a book and posted it on our site and said that only a true cognitive dissonant fan would read this book and love it. And it's John and me. Uh, the extraordinary true story of one man's obsession to become a guest on the on the Daily Show. Um, so uh, uh, this book is out on Amazon. They have plugged it on our site. If you have a Kindle and seven extra dollars and you wanted to buy this person's book, I'm sure it would be very good. So, or maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't read it. Wait, so. I haven't read it. It may or may not be good. It may or may I I and I certainly do or do not endorse it. So. <laughs> this endorsement endorsement not meant to be a factual yeah. statement. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we are going to wrap up the show as we normally do with uh, the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cards, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.